Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Back in the 630 Chad studios, the chorus building, the city south side. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. Brought to you by Digitex. We wish you and yours all the best during these uncertain times. Digitex. Digitex.ca's Albert is number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort Casino, the province is back up and at them. The River Cree, back up and at them. Excitement better. Keep texting us. Don't be offended if we don't get to your texts. We're getting, like, literally 1,000 texts an hour right now on this trade. Uh, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street and 111th Avenue. Open Monday to Saturday. We'll tell you at one uh, thirty-five today, uh, we're uh, going to hook up with Duncan Keith, the newest member of the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, we'll also have the Oilers Now Prospect Report with Scott Arthur Millwork on today's show, but not before. Uh, I go to a quick text and then bring in Mark Spector. Bob, there's nothing wrong with the Keith trade or Holland's explanation if he was actually bidding against other teams for the players. But, says Sean, he wasn't. He had all the leverage, and Bowman made him and his franchise look like fools once again. I like the acquisition, but the price was higher than necessary, and that doesn't sit well with the fans and the media, nor should it. Unless he has a deal in place to move uh, Cap to Seattle via trade, he just cost us Bear Larson or a young forward in the expansion draft, so it's hard to defend the guy for having this much faith in the moves that he's going to make in the offseason. So that's a perspective out there. Tim says, uh, tell Ken Holland, oil country is lucky to have him and his breadth of knowledge in the industry to satisfy some of these fans, says Tim, Ken Holland would need a time machine and travel back to the summer of 69 and sign Robert Orr. Even at a 1969 salary, fans would still be wary that his knees would go on him at any time. Don't forget, fans, Duncan Keith actually wanted to come to Edmonton as well. That one comes to us from Tim. Did you know that the summer of 69, that song by Brian Adams, actually isn't about the summer of 1969? Anyhow, uh, let's bring aboard Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta. Live thoroughbred racing at Century Mile. Friday and Sunday evening, they're back to full fan access, but you can always watch and wager online at hbibet.com. Post time is 6.15. Mark, uh, welcome back to the show. Second appearance in a span of uh, 24 hours. Um, mm-hmm. Just doing a half hour today because we got uh, Duncan Keith hopefully coming up at 135. This is a really polarizing trade, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Uh, it takes me back to the Cater Hall trade 
which was polarizing in a different way because it was it wasn't about money and term. It was about uh, you know people love Taylor Hall and he was a better player than Adam Larson. So. Uh, it is. It's very polarizing. And for, you know, this is the new age concern. Like, fans have access to such information. You know, even the sort of amateur analytics guys can get in there and dig in and, and really take a look at the analytics. And obviously, everybody has cap geek or cap friendly or you know, whatever it is on their radio or on their, their phone. And everyone knows the salary. So, yes, Bob, very polarizing. It's interesting how many people seem to think they could have made a better deal than Ken Holland on this. Do you think they were in on those negotiations? Well, of course not. But you know what? I get the stance where you say Stan Bowman was negotiating against one team and Holland should have smoked him out a little longer. I get that. Like I understand that. That's fair. I asked him that question today. Should you have waited longer? Mm -hmm. And he said, we've been working on this for weeks. Well, you know what? That doesn't. I mean, a lot of people say, and it's you know what? The, the cap hits high. I get that, but you know, there's there's just there's so many factors in a trade, Bob. And and first of all, one of them is he's out a top four left D with Oscar Clefbaum being done. And now we know right? that's hundred percent. Like it's yeah. it's fate you can't win with Caleb Jones in that slot. You know, you can't. They don't have that player, so they had to go out and find a top four lefty, a legit top four guy. So, because uh, that's not Slater Cuckoo and it's not Kulikov at a million bucks. So, you know, what were you, what are you paying for that player? What does he usually cost? It start, it's a, it's a three, three and a half million dollar player, generally speaking, I would say. So Keith makes five and a half. So there's a couple million of cap spaces too much where you ship Jones out and he makes eight fifty. So, you know what? You were going to end up spending three and a half million to fill that hole. And uh, the other thing that I think people have to think about, Bob, is, you know, like there's no trades perfect. I get how people are upset and all that. Replace replace that player right now. Go out. If you don't get to – Evident doesn't get Duncan Keith, okay? He's not here. Let's, let's erase this trade. Who are you going to play at second-pairing lefty? Where is he going to come from? How much are you going to pay him? And how much term do you have to give him? We have people texting the show saying that Caleb Jones is a better player than Duncan Keith. They're wrong. Like, forget those people, Bob. Just don't even listen to them because they're completely wrong. It's not even close, right? It's not even in the same stratosphere. Caleb Jones may one day be in the Hall of Fame. Right now, he's trying to get into an NHL lineup every night. So it's that's not even a, a conversation point. So I guess my point to you is, okay, so you don't take Duncan Keith. So you, so you turn down Stan Bowman. That's fine because maybe you don't like the deal. So who's playing with Adam Larson when they sign him? Who's playing with Adam Larson in the second pair? Where does he come from, and how many years do you have to sign him for? Who is he? Give me a name, Bob. Who's it going to be? Well, I don't think it was going to be Jamie Alexiak. Uh, We had some people say, what about uh, McCabe, Jake McCabe? I believe if he doesn't re-sign in Buffalo, he's signing in the States. Uh, I don't even know how good Jake, the, the analytics people tell me he's really good. Uh, well, they said the same thing about Fane, so keep going. They did say the same thing about Fane. Um, where else? Uh, some people. Alex say, Martinez? Well, they're not getting Alex Martinez. Come on. Alex Martinez isn't coming up to, to Edmonton, I very much doubt. People are now saying, oh boy, they bought out Ryan Suter. You could have had him for free. If you think a veteran American guy with bazillions of dollars of career earnings is going to come out and play in Edmonton for you? For less than 5.5. <laughs> and, you know, there's some issues with Ryan Suter's health and his game, for sure. Duncan Keith is a better player. So, 
that's a non-starter too. So there's a lot of fantasy out there, Bob. There's a lot of, I don't like this acquisition, but I'm not hearing a lot about, well, this was the acquisition they should have made, right? I'm not hearing much of that. What do you say to the crowd that sits there, oh, we've been down this road before, uh, you know, with Keith. It's it's Ference all over again, or it's... it's... Uh, I see how fans have, are, have been... Listen, the, the Edmonton Oilers fan is a pretty... Loyal and passionate well, fan. He is, and and she is, and also they've been they've had their hearts broken a lot, like right up till the last two seasons. To finally they get a couple good teams, and they get blown out of the playoffs two years in a row in the first round. So yeah. I get it. Like they're head shy. What do you think, be. Connor McDavid and Leon Drysaddle think about the acquisition of Duncan Keith? Well, I would knowing most NHL players, they'd be happy with that. But they're not. You know, they're not invested in tomorrow. They're invested in right now. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're invested in both, those two players. Oh, well, okay, so I'm gonna ask, I'll ask the question differently, Mark. Uh, what would you say to the fans that are suggesting they would have been better off just playing Broberg in that spot next year? How do you think oh that God. would... He's not ready to play. And how do you think that would play out with those top-end guys? Well, they would, sure. But how many... Uh, I thought we were getting away from that finally at Edmonton, taking good young players and ruining them by showing up at camp and saying, well, you know, that thing we got, so go play second-pairing left D. Like, I think we're past that at Edmonton. I think that's a successful... I, I know there's a lot know. of people... Like, I expect Bouchard to play uh, every day next season. Everybody does, including and, Dave Tippett. And, and and probably to head up the power play, but be limited five-on-five five and work his way up. He might only play... Like, you know, let's hope Larson gets done. Uh, at this stage of the game, it appears as though it's going to be Keith along with Bear... And obviously, Darnell Nurse that'll be protected. Ken Holland said today's seven three and one, and we're going to lose a guy. That's how it's going to work. So I expect Larson to get done with Larson and Bear. My belief is Bouchard probably plays fifteen minutes to sixteen minutes a game next year, and within two years accelerates to the point where he's playing nineteen to twenty two minutes because I believe in that player. And mm-hmm. I don't know about you, Mark, but you know I think Kevin Keith here all but ensures that the Oilers will be starting Philip Roberg in the minors to start next season. Well, as they should, right? As they should. Has he played a game in – he never did play a game for Bakersfield, did he? No, he played – He played a preseason, pre-tournament, whatever you want to call it, coming back from the pandemic. Right. Are you concerned so anyway, Are you concerned about all, all about Larson? No, not in the slightest. Here's what's going on with Larson. They made a deal. Right. This I don't know this. Okay. I don't know this. JP Barry hasn't told me this. Ken Hall hasn't told me this. I've just been reading the tea leaves. This is this is a player and a GM who made a deal and Adam Larson is you know, the party Adam Larson is ready to sign a contract right after the expansion draft. But that's sort of illegal to do that. I'm not sure that it's illegal. I don't I just think it's something you're not supposed to do. You're not supposed to circumvent the draft this way. So Adam Larson is basically, I'm just me saying this, not anyone of power. Adam Larson has told the orders, I'll sign this deal with you. I'm not talking to Seattle. Don't worry about it. Ken Holland is on the radio and out in public saying, well, Adam's out there doing his due diligence and he's looking around and he's doing what a free agent does and we're hopeful. And within four days after the expansion draft, Adam Larson's going to announce a deal here. Mark, <laughs> I my, hope you're right. That's my guess. I hope your guess is right. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, are people worried too much about the cap? I mean, we just watched Tampa Bay do a run around and create some. Yeah. Are, are there way? I mean, we know like now that we know. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Clefbaum's going on LTIR. Do you not agree? No, there's no 
Joe Doughty is. They just came home and just said he's probably not going to play all year. So, you know, sure, he's, he's clearly going on LTIR. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, the feeling is if he's not playing this year, he didn't play last year, I'll be surprised if he ever plays again. I'm with you. To be I... honest. And I'm very sad to say that because he's not only a good player, but he's a pretty cool cat. He... I always liked Austin he's a nice as a guy. guy. Yeah. Oh, he's a good guy. There are lots of good guys. I get it. Don't fall in love with a player. But it's just sad to see this happen to a really nice person. And, you know, it's unlucky for him. The good thing is he's got another 8.2 coming his way, so I'm not going to cry too hard for him, but it's a shame Yeah, uh, for him. Um, Ken talked a bit about left wing and the Oilers being in on the left wing and recognizing they're going to need to pay and they're going to need to have term. I found that to be pretty interesting, in other words. Well, it's a free agent market. Like, that's, I think, what people are, are kind of... You know the plot. The part that that the people are missing to me is, okay, you don't like the Duncan Keith number. That's fine. I think there's a really good player and an absolutely genuine second defenseman, a uh, second pairing left defenseman there, and he's on two years. You know, he got him for two years. So if you were to go out in the free agent market like Ken Holland is doing for a left winger, you would have to sign a left defenseman. No promise he's a better player than Keith, but maybe younger for sure. But you'd have to sign him for five or six years because that's what happens when you shop in the UFA market. You overpay and you overterm. And when you're Edmonton, you always overpay and overterm because that's the history of enticing people to move their families here. I say that as a born and raised Edmontonian. So you got Keith for two years. You don't like the deal? He's gone in two years. Right? You wait till this left winger they sign. I hope everyone out there loves the name of whoever the player is because it'll be five years, likely minimum, I would think, wouldn't you? Uh, Who would be the better fit? That's, I'm going to do a hypothetical. Because these players are not signed right now, and maybe Taylor Hall ultimately signs with the Boston Bruins, and I think most of us think that's going to be the case. Maybe Zach Hyman signs with the Toronto Maple Leafs. I don't think that's going to happen. All right. Well, if it was Hyman and Hall and they were both available and that you could get them both at roughly the same month, uh, let's, just, let's just throw a number. Six times six. Some will say that's too many no, years. There you go. So you got a six-year deal. Okay. Would you, would you be better off getting Hyman or Hall in that scenario? Well, I think that right now, you know, I can't project for you on injuries and all that. I mean, now we're guessing. But I'm going to tell you that right now the players, the orders need to start having success now, not in five years. Today is Zach Hyman. You know, they've got, a, I think what the orders are showing us, they've got a ton of talent. They're a very good regular season team. But they're, and they're, you know, they can score and they can dangle and all that. But it's, you know, when the playing gets, when the style gets to be more of a playoff style of hockey, the orders aren't as good a team. So that's the kind of player they need. They need a player like Hyman who uh, is more physical than all. He scores goals from in close and, you know, he's a battler. And I know those are things that a lot of people can't, you know, put a numeric count on and they don't respect it. But I'm here to tell you, you watch your Oilers play. I love watching this team in the regular season. And in the playoffs, they don't look so great. So to me, it's Zach Hyman hands down. Uh, Zach Hyman's career high in points, 41. Taylor Hall's career high in points, 93. Uh, I'm telling you right now, Zach Hyman's on the radar screen for Team Canada. Uh, He was on a Maple Leafs team that hasn't won a playoff series spec since Austin Matthews was six. So he's been a part of those playoff teams that haven't gotten over the top. And he has had two serious knee injuries. All that said, I got a lot of time for Zach Hyman too. I think he's a hell of a player. So it's yeah, but you're gonna—I'll tell you—people aren't gonna like the cap number for this player. 
or the term. No. You know, they're not going to. And, and, I mean, Tyson Berry's going out there the same way. And I hope he gets what he's looking for, but it'll be big term. You know, somewhere he's looking for term. And uh, that seems to be an issue with a lot of hockey fans these days. I want to say, like, I guess I'm, you know what, I'm trying to think of a, of a town in Canada where people like their GM. You know, like probably Montreal right now, but Bergie went through some awfully tough times. Uh, you know, I really, I think that the Vancouver Canucks ball, have a, amassed a ton of good young talent under Jim Benning, yep. but he's absolutely under fire there every day for the fan base. I don't even need to tell you about tree living in Calgary because it's not that great a team. And Kenny Hall and, you know, I, listen, they're not all perfect. He screwed a couple things up, but big picture, this was a, he took over a 25, 25th place team. He got him to 12th. He got him to 11th. And now he's got some cap space and he can actually do some work. And I guess I, I'm not surprised there's some detractors, but I'm surprised that the, you know, no one even seems to be remotely satisfied. Is there, a, few is, there is there a bit of a, I don't know if it's the right word, chasm that's existing here between the hockey people, because Mark, the hockey people I talked to go, well, that deal kind of makes sense for Edmonton. They kind of needed a guy like Duncan Keith, and I, versus maybe the analytics-driven people that don't have access to and I'm not making an excuse for the trade I'm just saying that you know what I mean like everybody can like people can grind people can do their work we know how like I would I was on the NHL network today and said I think Edmonton has um, some some of the hardest working analytics driven people out there that follow their team of any team in the league I, I genuinely believe that but Mark when I talk to people like I talked to probably eight guys last night and they all said the same thing that deal totally makes sense. Yeah, in a perfect world, you would have liked them to get Chicago to. I'm here. I'm hearing that the cap that that a, a better deal would have been to have Chicago swallow some cap space. Sure. And I know the Oilers were trying to move Miko Koskinen in the deal, and were unsuccessful at that. So, you know what? I'll say to you that that's that was yep. you know they even a million bucks AAV but would have made the this player, smell they, a lot better. They still think the player can help the team. Is the point I oh, make? The, there's two parts to this. Like, do you like the player? Do you like basically, uh, you know, Caleb Jones? Do you like Caleb Jones in the third for Duncan Keith? I mean, that's a very fair trade. You know, would you like to see some not five and a half million? Yeah, you'd like to see not five and a half million. But you know what? That's that's the cost of that. whatever. I'm if, if that's the best Ken Holland could do to get the player. I guess if you don't like it, find another team to cheer for. I suppose. It's not like he did the deal in an hour. <laughs> you know, he did the deal over a long time, and he felt like he couldn't push it any further if he wanted the player. I will say this, Bob: they dearly, dearly need the player. We can take all the other stuff and talk about it. The Oilers absolutely needed a guy to fill Oscar Kleppbaum's shoes this year, and they found one. All right, Mark, this one comes in. So, what happens if Keith doesn't live up to expectations, and we lose Adam Larson because of this trade? It would be an absolute disaster. This is such a risky move. How'd you respond to that text? Well, you're not losing Adam Larson because of this trade. Like I don't get it. If Adam Larson wanted to sign, he'd have signed already. Okay. You know, the the last texter said you're going to lose lose Ethan Bear. No, you're not. They're going to protect Nurse and Keith and Bear. And I just told you what I think is going to happen with Larson. So you're going to end up losing a Tyler Benson. You're going to lose, um, you know, a William Lagason. But you're always were. That's a, the that's how an expansion draft works. You don't get to not lose any players. 
Here's one for you, Mark. Zach Hyman, six times six. This is from Randy. Are you kidding me? Walk away from the bong. Well, I can tell you, I never learned how to smoke. So I was a guy that went tree planting and I drank, but I was never really uh, one of the potheads up there that loved to smoke every night. Uh, I'm telling you right now, Hyman's going to get paid. And, Mark, I know you agree on that. Well, he will get paid. That's why free agency is a lousy place to acquire players. You know, it's, it's just a fact. Go back over history in hockey. Everyone overturns and overpays for free agents. That's why you'd rather, you know, draft and develop, right? That's the best way to do it. Mark, awesome stuff. We'll talk on Friday. Uh, thanks for joining us yesterday and today. All right, Bobby, you got Duncan Keith coming up? Uh, hopefully, yes. Yes, we'll work on that. All right, sounds good, man. See you. All right. Uh, it is currently 125 in Edmonton. That was Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. Live thoroughbred racing at Century Mile. Friday and Sunday evening, they're back to full fan access, but you can always watch and wager online at hbibet.com. Post time is 6.15. When we come back, we'll get to the Oilers Prospect Report. Brendan Escott will have that for you for Scott Arthur, Millwork, and Cabinetry. This is Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stopper on 630 Chat. 127 in Edmonton. Well, we've got the official voice of all things uh, logical when it comes to the Edmonton Oilers. Dan Baker from Pub 1905. Bob, I love the Duncan Keith trade. It just makes sense. He has spoken. We have our answer. <laughs> uh, again, I think he's exactly what the Oilers need with this current group. Uh, we'll see how it all plays out. Into the Oilers now, prospect report for Scott Arthur Millwork and Cabinetry, a legacy of excellence. Make your new dream home or custom renovation a reality. Visit scottarthurmillwork.com today. Here's Brendan Escott. Well, let's talk about Tim Soderlund, the other piece of this deal coming to Edmonton. He's Chicago's fourth rounder from 2017. Diminutive 23-year-old. He's got strong showings for Sweden, both at the 2017 and 2018 World Junior Tournaments. Most recently, though, playing a 52 game over the last two seasons with the Rockford Ice Hogs in the American League. Just eight points to his credit so far. Uh, he's 5'9", 165 pounds, but the scouting reports say that he plays a real shifty game with the puck on his stick and somewhat of a tenacious game without it. Uh, he's been lauded as a good character guy and a, and a good team guy as well. So I assume he'll slot in there in Bakersfield pretty well right away here, Bob, with yeah. all that AHL experience. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they, who do I know? I'm, I'm just going to pull it up here. Uh, who did I have? Bakersfield at center. Holloway, Cracknell, Malone, and now Soderland. Cracknell and Malone both on American Hockey League deals in the three and four holes there. Or two and three holes. Uh, old saying in the car business, cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin is committed to providing unequaled automotive excellence, resulting in completely satisfied lifetime customers. If you currently have a vehicle that you are not using enough payments or an interest rate that's too high, a vehicle you may want to sell, refinance, or trade in for something different, go visit Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny and the Gang at Brent Ridge Ford. Call them at one 877 or visit BrentRidge.com. They'll also probably shed some insight on how they feel about the Duncan Keith trade. Speaking of Duncan Keith, uh, we will endeavor to line him up here just after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. It's 129 at Edmonton, and you're listening to Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.